Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Podcast, where we talk history of the game numbers and stats. And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm sick, 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 the real deal. And you know I got a shout out to Buffalo Bills. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let go. What is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by SB Nation on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network and is being served up to you live by Picasso's Pizza on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide, order online at picassospizza.net. I'm your host, Colt Schroeder, and this is your first time catching the show. Thanks for stopping by. And if you're already part of the Nerd Mafia, then welcome home. As you can see, the background looks a little different this week. We are remote. We are back in Western New York. No more California shows for this week. Happy to report that I'm out here at 71 West Bar and Grill. That's in Fillmore, New York. Yes, I know you don't know where that is. That's fine. Google it. You'll find it. And when you come through here, make sure you stop at this place and check it out. Tell them that the Nerd sent you, and they'll make you pay for your beer. All right, everybody. So after last week, we had a phenomenal, phenomenal show. I was talking a lot of smack. You know, I was like the Bills. I love them, but I'm not sure we're going to pull it off against the Rams. Uh, I was on a show that night and somebody told me the Bills are going to win 41 to like seven. And I'm like, you're out of your friggin' mind, man. Right. The Bills go out and they dominate the Rams in the second half. The first half, we're just going to forget about that. They look great. Tons of turnovers, tons of garbage, but we're going to move on. Happy to report, though, that we did come out of that with a victory. Very few injuries. Josh Allen looked phenomenal. I think that we're just going to find ourselves in a real good situation this week against Tennessee. But before we get into all that stuff we do each week here on the show, I'd like to highlight a charity uh, that's doing good out there every day for anybody and everybody. So this week, we're going to highlight the Prostate Cancer Foundation. So obviously, uh, me being a male here, I think that's uh, fairly important to make sure your prostate's good. I think there's probably a woman out there that actually care about our balls just as much as we should. So make sure that you're heading over to this foundation and checking them out because they do a lot of cool work, doing a lot of research. There's ways for you to donate. There's ways for you to help out. 
So if you head over to PCF.org, you can go ahead and check them out. Very cool organization. I think you guys are going to like them. What's up, Richard? Thanks for joining the show again tonight, man. Looks like who else we got in the house tonight? Randolph Moore, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate you guys showing up. So let's go ahead and kind of hit a little bit on the turnovers from last week. I know most people uh, don't like to revel and go back on things, but for me, that was the only downside of this game. And we're coming up against a team that has had our number here in the past. Um, the Tennessee Titans have beaten us the past two seasons, the seasons prior to that. They've also given us a run every time. I think we took two out of three. Um, you know, in the previous five meetings, they now have the edge on us. So before we kind of dive into all that, though, really, let's, let's hit on the injuries. Um, we came out of that game very healthy. Um, I think there's a lot, a lot of talk out there right now about how Josh Allen runs and this, that, and the other. And everybody feels that we need Josh Allen to change the way that he plays the game. Well, me personally, I don't think we win if Josh Allen doesn't play the way that he does play the game. Um, I think you hear him say it, uh, even when people question him about it, he 100% just says to himself that this is uh, the way that I'm going to play the game. I do whatever it takes to win, right? I mean, I think as uh, Bill's Mafia fans of football, we want to see that. I, I think when I watch Josh Allen play football, that's what I think football should look like, right? He's just a monster when he's out there. Guys look like they're scared to hit him, and he is not scared to run into them. So all of you that are saying, tell him to stop it. No more running for Josh Allen, this, that, and the other. Uh, you're going to regret it. I mean, I get it. If he gets hurt tomorrow, on Monday, then I'll eat my words and I'll come back next week and tell you that I'm a moron for saying that. But realistically, this man needs to run. He needs to play the game the way that he wants to play the game, or we are never going to get where we're trying to go. So injury report, settle, Oliver, both out. Um, we got Quentin Morris practiced again today, so that's a plus for him. He's been out since camp. But for me, the defensive line last week was why we won that football game as good as Josh Allen played. Um, so this week we're seeing Oliver and settle on this injury report. I'm nervous. I mean, this is, this is Derrick Henry. He's the best running back in the league um, for the past couple seasons. We've had a very hard time stopping him. So settle being out looks like Cash Oliver. He's got that ankle. Um, you know, he came out of that game early last week. I'm not, I, uh, you guys let me know how you feel about this in the chat, because for me, I'm not super, I mean, I'm, I'm upset that we don't have Oliver because I thought this was his year. Um, and I think this is his year to make his long-term assessment with this team and he's going to get paid, but are we okay out there? Everybody, you know, watching in, are we okay where we're at? If, if we're, if we go into Monday night without settle, yeah. we go into Monday night without Oliver. Are, are you okay? As the Bills Mafia out there, are you guys okay with that? Me personally, I, I see no reason not to be. I mean, we have more depth on that defensive line than I think we ever have. Um, to me, that's incredibly important in this situation. I do believe that Settle will suit up. I mean, we're, we're talking these guys didn't practice today, but we have the benefit of the Monday night game. So I think Settle's there. Oliver, I'm a little concerned about. Let me know in the chat where you guys think you're at on that one. For me, Settle's key, though. I, Oliver, I love him, and he is the guy. He will be the guy for the long term in the middle there. But Settle, that was one of the signings for me that was huge this offseason. He's got an intense motor. He comes hard. He's a bigger body. He's a nice rotational piece in the inside. So this could hurt us badly. Um, I don't know if, if any of you watched the Tennessee game last week. I'm assuming most of you did. Um, but they didn't look good. Um, they couldn't do very much. Let's see what Richard – oh, yeah, see, Rush – I haven't, I haven't got to this one quite yet, but Richard, thanks for chiming in on that one too. The Dane Jackson thing, that's that's a nervous piece, right, uh, as well. We're going to hit on that one um, because to me, that was like the unspoken thing from that game really was that we rolled out basically two rookies, the a second year and a rookie, right? I mean, so for me, that's one of those situations where 
we Dane Jackson kind of was the veteran guy at this point, right? So if you lose him, that's that's going to be a big loss. So uh, for me, you you can't lose somebody like that. So I agree with you, Richard. That's a, that's a good call out. Thanks for pointing that one out. So where are you guys at on settle though, Richard? I know you're in here paying attention. Where are you at on settle? Are you with me on that one? Are you nervous about those two being out? And because uh, for me, the run game is the only thing we have to worry about. I watched them last week. Brian Tannehill looked sketchy. Uh, they have no pass catchers anymore. I mean, the, the Burks kid is supposed to be good or whatever, but I'm just, I'm not buying into that until I see it. And I just watched the secondary in Buffalo shut down way better talent than what they have over there. But like we've said, this team knows how to beat us. They beat us the past two years. So let me know in that chat what you guys think about how we're going to handle them offensively. Daniel, what's up, man? Welcome in. More concerned about Settle potentially being out. He's more of a run sufferer. Yeah, so I, I agree with this, Daniel. I'm, I, I love Oliver, but his presence isn't – not that he's not a run stopper, right? And we've seen him breaking up plays big time lately, but that's kind of more what Settle and Jones were brought in to do this year was to be the pure run stoppers. Right. And so if you lose him against one of the backs, best backs in the league, that, that could be that could be a big time challenge. On the flip side of that, though, this, this I don't think this Tennessee line is the same as it once was. Right. I don't, we're definitely not going to get the same quality of team. They, they just struggled against the team last week and we went out and dominated a way more powerful team. But we've done this in the past with this Tennessee Titans team ever since they've had Rabel. When he became the head coach, I think they lost the first two and then he's won every one since. Let's see Richard's in here. Richard's Phillips can feel in good. Yeah, I, I think that's that's why when I'm kind of mentioning I'm not super worried about is because if you look at the depth across this defensive front, you you brought up this guy, Jordan Phillips, right, who wasn't really on the team last year. And now he's there as more of a depth piece. And he looked great last week, I think. Um, so I could point out there, Richard Phillips is good. I think that if we go without Settle or Oliver this week, we might go ahead and see Mr. Chuck uh, Lawson get the activation this week. I think he's very good at the run. Um, he's probably better at setting the edge against the run than any of the other guys on the defensive front right now, I would say, minus Mr. Von Miller maybe. But even that, he's a pass rusher, right? So Jack Lawson might get the elevation. This is a deep, deep, deep unit. I, I, I like Obviously, we want Oliver. We want Seto. We want them all to suit up. But this is the deep, one of the deepest units on the team, I think. So I, I think we're going to be okay, especially with the lower quality. But for me, the offensive keys for this game after watching what they did last week is I want to, I, I just want to see the run game continue to succeed. And you guys let me know in the chat here if you're against me or with me on this. The run game needs to succeed. And I, I believe this is a massacre. I mean, you can see what I've, I've labeled this show. Uh, after watching last week, this feels to me like a 55 point night for the Buffalo Bills at home in front of the big crowd. You know, I think that there's just no way that this is not going to turn into a massive game. Josh and the offense may need to set themselves to score often. Yeah, I mean, they, they did it last week, right, Daniel? Um, I think every we looked like every time we were touching the ball, we were down there. That's why no turnovers this week. Uh, you know, I'm sure McDermott was thrilled with the win. Like, who's, who's not going to be thrilled with going in to L.A.? You beat the defending Super Bowl champions on their home turf. First game of the year, you're the Super Bowl. Expectations are high, you know, so I think that's a, that's a huge, huge victory to walk in there. But this team feels completely different, and now they're coming into our building, and it, it's got to be a madhouse, right? I don't see any way for Tennessee to come in here and really, really give us a fit unless Daniel, like what he mentioned, if we can't finish this week, 
this is a team that can keep us keep around, keep around, and they'll keep coming. All right, let's see what some of you guys are chiming in here. I appreciate you guys uh, throwing stuff in the comments. Who's on the Titans defense that can stop our passing attack? Yep. So I, that's why, I, and I, I don't disagree with that, uh, Randolph. Uh, I do believe that we can purely just win this game. But to me, this is these are the games when I feel like we we're 100% should be the team that's going to be victorious, that doing the things we're not good at is what we should really be working on in these games. And running has always kind of been our, our kind of our downfall a little bit, right? So uh, I want to see us continue to establish this rush. I want to, I want to continue to see Devin Singletary really grind. Cause I, I said it earlier in the year here. I think he's due. He's due for that breakout season. Uh, there was no need for it really last week. Right. So we'll see. we got JR in the house. JR keep seven in the box and say, tell the Titans that your wide receivers are trash. If you don't see me shaking my head, yes, I agree 100% with JR's assessment of the wide receiver crew over there in Tennessee. Now if they come out and blow us up on Monday, we're going to look like fools, JR, but at least I'm not the only one and you're there with me. So it'll be great. Uh, but I, I just don't see it, right? When you look across the board, what are you scared of? Tell me. I mean, like anybody, like, what are you scared of? Are you scared that Ryan Tannehill is going to run? No. Are you scared that Ryan Tannehill is going to be able to crush you with the passing game? Not if he can't establish a play-action pass. He's not going to. Right? I mean, that, that for me is like the key to that. So, But back on our offense, we'll, we'll chime in heavy on the defense here. Um, but for me, the offense, you got limit to the, limit the turnovers, continue to just what I think what Daniel was saying is you score. You score. You got to put up points every time you touch the ball. You got to continue to just be productive. Um, I'm sure most of you guys saw this, that last that game last week where we didn't punt, right? That's three out of the last four. That's, that's right. Three out of the last four regular season games we have not punted. We need to do that again. Um, I, I don't see any reason we can't do that again. I feel like we're, we beat ourselves last week was the only time we ever gave up the ball. So for me, we run. We continue to just be efficient, right? I, I think what we saw last week was calm, right, cool, collected. There's no such thing as Sugar Rush Josh anymore. Right. All that stuff is gone. He's just a hundred percent in the zone and it looks that way. Third and three, third and five. No problem. We're going to just go ahead and we're going to cruise right through it. I know what play I'm going to hit. I've got five wide receivers I can choose from. Any one of them can beat pretty much any of these guys they're going to go up against this week. I would, I would say so. Daniel, what do you got? Don't let the Titans hang around, get the early lead. And then, yep. Yeah. I don't want like, what we did last week was perfect, right? It looked like we were going to get out and blow them away. And then we turn over, turn over and it trickled in at half. We can't do that this week. It's just, this is in, and I don't think that we wouldn't come out and do what we did this last week, but you have to understand that this is a team that, that would have major momentum because they've done that to us in the past. We've, we've gone into halves with these guys where they've been very close to us and we've come out and they've just handed it to us in the second half. Uh, if you remember the COVID game, you know, we were, we were high flying. They hadn't played in like 15 days and they destroyed us, like absolutely destroyed us. So this is not a team we take for granted. I agree with you uh, 100% there, Daniel. So we're going to run. We're going to limit our turnovers. We're going to just be cool and calm and collected. And we're going to finish. You know, I, I think that the, the fielding, where, where we are on the field all the time now is we're seeing more and more often that Sean McDermott is just not going to punt. He doesn't care to. If it's four and two, four and three, we're going to see Josh Allen continue to work. And, and I think that's awesome. I mean, that's what we need. If you, if you see yourself as a Super Bowl team, you can't be stopped, right? You have to be able to efficiently, you get the ball, you have a goal, goals, you go score, you go score. I right? ask Tom Brady, ask the Rams last year. When there's moments you need it, you got to go get it. And so far, Josh Allen has shown us that he's going to be capable of doing that. So let him do it. 
but it's got to be done every time we touch it and we can't be doing the turnovers with this team. All right, real quick, before we move into the defensive side of the ball, since uh, I am here in Western New York now, we're doing the, we're heading out to the Monday Nighter on Saturday night. Uh, all the folks over there are Buffalo Rumbling, so Joe Miller, Wired will be there, Jay Spence, the King's going to be out there, and a bunch of other guys are going to be out at Resurgence Brewery on Saturday night. Uh, we're going to be doing the pot out there. Make sure you guys come out and check that out. They're going to be uh, releasing the beer on that night for the uh, you know Buffalo Rumbling, second year of ha releasing the beer with Resurgence. So that's Saturday night. Uh, you guys can find that basically everywhere. It's all over Buffalo Rumblings. Everybody who's on the channel, their social media, everything is all there. Um, so you guys can head out there and check that out. Come hang out. It's going to be a good time. I'll be out there. I know Miller's going to be out there and everybody loves Joe Miller, right? So make sure you guys are there. So real quick, uh, we do this every, we do this every week during the offseason and I didn't get to do it uh, at the end of last week um, because we were running up against kickoff, so I didn't do it. But we did hashtag Hoyer Watch all off season. I know we did what four, 30 weeks right? I mean, it's, it's some incentives, right? It's a little bit, um, you know, which he's probably going to get it. I, I would have 500k to 2 million. Um, so Poyer Watch, we didn't get that big time deal that we actually thought we were going to get for him. Um, but for what we know of it, it's the right deal. Um, this to me, Poyer's probably not on the Buffalo Bills next year. Um, I, I still kind of lean that way off of this. But he came out, had had a great game last week, showed us why they're the best. So for this week, again, the back end to me, we if if the front is going to be semi exposed, then the back end has to be a hundred percent. So Poyer and a Hyde have to be there. They have to tackle. We can't get into any of these situations where Derrick Henry's he's breaking out 30 yard runs. Like if we get into that situation, we're going to find ourselves in trouble. Right. And uh, that's not somewhere as we need to be. So this back end needs to be incredibly efficient again this week. And I mean, you guys can chime in and tell me if you felt any different, but I know, I know that we've already seen enough. People are nervous about Dane Jackson being out. Uh, Benford. I mean, that's a, that's a six round pick that went out there and went up against Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, who I know some people are not fans of, whatever. Um, but that was beautiful to see those guys go out and do that. When you don't have Trey White and you're you're continuing to just constantly bring in talent at that position, it was incredible to see those guys go out there and do it. And it's been mentioned a few times that this, this wide receiver crew is not Cooper Cup. It is not Allen Robinson. It, it, it's, it's just not even anything close. So – that I'm excited to see this the rookie again. I, I thought Elam, uh, it was a rough outing for him a little bit. I felt like he he came and he got his rotation there early and he got burned, um, you know. And then they took him back out and they went to Benford. They gave him a shot. I feel like there was some hope that they might rotate him, but it just when Benford got in there, he just looked so good. And I mean that's a six round pick, but this is what this is what McDermott does. He likes the cornerbacks from smaller schools that played a lot of games and they work. And this, and this is just another case of it. And, and he looked phenomenal this week. It should be like a walk in the park realistically. Um, but defensive front, they were beautiful last week. I think I saw uh, most of the hits were under 3.5 seconds, right? We had talked about that the previous week, that three seconds, we need to be around that quarterback within three seconds, 3.5. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, and I think this is a quarterback again this week who's not going to move. Um, right. And, and so you're going to have a situation where the bills can run and gun at this guy again, but 
it all starts with that with the front being able to stop the run and or we're, we're just not giving up big runs. If we're short in the middle of this thing, we just can't give up those big runs. I, I, I don't want to see Derrick Henry push anything over like six, seven yards. If we do something like that, I think there's absolutely no way that this team even comes close to us. Not, not a chance that they would come close to us. Um, I know uh, Thomas from Buffalo late night, he, he was dogging me even after the game because we were, we were telling him that there was, he called out that, that score that the Bills were going to stomp. And we kind of were like, oh, you're, you're way, out of, way out of line, Thomas. And then they went out and dominated. So this week, I'm much more on the, the, the Thomas train that I just don't see it. Like I, I'm having a really, really hard time. And I, and I, I typically don't do this. You guys that listen to the show know this, that I, I have that negative kind of old school bills fan in me, right. That's always like, yeah, but yeah, but this feels like it should be a, yeah, but right. This game, it, it has that, like, cause we got all the momentum now. We just beat the champs in their building, opened up the season on the biggest spotlight possible and dominated. Now we get the, the Monday night home opener, another big spotlight. The hype is going to be incredibly high. The energy in the building is going to be out of friggin' control, right? So can we handle it? This week is more about not beating ourselves in the moment and making sure that we compete in the moment and, and more importantly, try to dominate the moment um, because it's ours. Uh, they, and their goal is going to be to come in and take the Bills Mafia out of the game, right? Get in there, put some points up early, um, try to stop Josh Allen and the offense immediately, and try to change the momentum. So, this, this I just don't see it. This week, I, I can't buy into the negative version that we're we're just not going to dominate this team. I, I just I haven't. What, unless somebody in this chat has got something that can turn me the other way, I saw nothing from that team last week that made me scared, and or even thinks that they should be on the same field as us. That was the number one team in the AFC last year. Now, I, I haven't really touched on this, and I'd be curious to see what some of you folks think, um, but is, are we going to utilize what Dable did against Tennessee, or do you think that we do nothing close to what Dable just did against Tennessee? Because, I mean, Dable's got experience with Tennessee. He knew how to beat this team. Uh, he did it with way less than what we have. So do, do you guys think that we're going to go in this week and we are going to go ahead and follow suit, or are we going to go ahead and just go with the Buffalo Bills game plan? Here it is, Daniel. I agree with you 100%. I want this game to be about domination. Absolutely. This, these first few games, I'm gonna keep you guys up there for a few. So I, I know we're we're jumping ahead here. These first few games, this one, then we get Miami. We get another rematch with Pittsburgh, who beat us in the first game last year, which was a joke. Uh, they're, they're, this first seven is incredibly tough. But if you can go through that stretch and dominate that stretch. Nobody should want to play us. Nobody. Yeah. And uh, did everybody get to see uh, Dable after that game? I mean, he was pumped. You got to feel good for him. I mean, it was sad to see him leave. I know most of the Bills Mafia didn't want him to leave. Um, I think it was the right move. I, I think the offense is going to be a little better um, without him this year, actually. Um, but it was really, really awesome to see him get that win. He was pumped. He was fucking the fans. He was high-fiving the players. He was hugging. He was flexing. It was I mean, he's cheering up. I don't know if you guys paid attention to it or whatever, but I was, I was watching the game, and he, he, I think he wears a cross. I'm not sure who the cross is for exactly. I think it's um, something to do with uh, somebody passed away last year, but I forget who that was. 
Um, and he wears a cross and he went to that cross before the two point play. He went to that cross uh, at the end of that game when they were trying to get, shut him down to close it out. And then he went to that cross right after he won that game. So um, you, you got to feel really, really good for, for Dable. And, and I think this is the other, the other piece of it, right. Is, going for two man you know and he's been i don't know if you guys follow him on twitter but he's been chatting it up on twitter he's been talking about his balls all week because everybody in the media kept making a big deal about it so he's been talking about his balls all week on his twitter about how he's got big balls and this that and the other but that was gutsy but think about it. i mean it's the new, like you're playing for you've got to get wins your team's not that good right and you're and you're in a division where you're clearly not the best so you have to get those wins so i i applaud them uh they didn't give up which was very much probably like what you know Dable brings to that that culture that we have here you know so for me I think that that's one of those very important things but Richard yep just take a look at that same game plan better results and it's tough to say even better results right because you put up 31 points and you're basically unstoppable uh, until you stopped yourself. But yeah, if, if you get rid of those turnovers, I, I mean, I think we're putting up 50 in that game, probably. Anybody disagreeing with that out there? I don't think that they would. Um, but for me, I, I think that it's, you, how do I want to say that? I, it's just, you just keep doing the same stuff, right? I, I know that a lot of time people, like when you do the NFL, you like, oh, I got to change this because I'm going up against this team, or I got to change this because I'm going up against this team. I, I just don't want us to do that anymore. I think it's um, take the Seattle game last year, pass the ball every time because that's what we're good at, right? If if our game plan is to just come in and and throw it all over you, then just come in and throw it all over you and just keep continuing to do the same plays that we are doing really well with until everybody shows us they can stop it. We shouldn't be the ones to stop it. We should try to see if other teams can stop it for us, right? Giants have the weakest roster in the NFC least and Daniel Jones, the QB, but coaching go a long way. I mean, if you think back to some of these teams, like the Ravens, when they won the Super Bowl, they, they did it without a good quarterback. I mean, you, you can get to the Super Bowl with a competent quarterback, a good defense, and a culture that doesn't give up and knows how to continually fight. And that's what the Buffalo Bills are. And I think that's what Dable's going to put in over there. So I, I love it for Dable. I mean, you, especially because it's against Tennessee, right? He gives us an opportunity. Well, if we win Monday night, we're two and a half games up already on the number one seed in the AFC from last year. Here's a good one. I want to I chime in on this one real quick. We've got about four more minutes before we get out of here. Uh, obviously, we've got kickoff of Rams Chiefs happening right now, too. So a massive game in the AFC. I'm really curious to see what happens with these guys. But uh, which running back? needs more touches after motor looks like he it looks like Randolph, he he gave us he wants to see cook more i i'm gonna disagree not that i don't want to see him more but for me um i i liked moss in that game i i really think that he is approaching what we want him to be and what we drafted him to be and what they saw in him but obviously you want to see cook get more involved he He's in a dangerous situation now, right? Because he's like, he's, he's good, but this team is really good. So when you have things come out where you fumble the ball the first time you touch it, they, they, they want to win, right? So they'll put you down and they'll just be like, hey, um, that, that's just how it is now. This is one of the best rosters in the NFL. You have to be consistent. But I agree, Randolph. I mean, you want to see this guy develop. I mean, eventually you might not have motor. You might not have Moss, but you just drafted Cook. So he is your long-term future, right? So I think that's it. But I agree with Daniel. 
Miller needs most touches. Moss needs fewer. Cook needs to learn not fumble. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all the same. I, I I disagree a little bit on the Moss thing, and I, I think we're gonna we're gonna see improvement out of him um, throughout the year. The more and more he gets in there, but I, I do agree with Daniel that Motor right now he's basically looked untouchable. He looked like he did that first year as his rookie when he just he wasn't he was not really like speed elusive, but he was super elusive, and now he is elusive and he feels like he's got more speed i think uh like two weeks ago i think pff put out he is the like the second or third most elusive back like from last season right with an x amount of touches whatever it was 100 minimum or something like that but he's a stud i he's getting undervalued because of we don't run right or we we don't run you know so i think that changes this year under dorsey and i think singletary is the main beneficiary of that so i agree daniel this to me is like um the hot hand kind of thing like if Singletary comes out and he's just looking good then keep giving him the ball if he if he comes on he's looking like he's struggling and you give somebody else an opportunity to get out there and go for it and then if nothing works out then you just you, you go back to your bell cow and see if he's back ready right I mean I again this is just these are beautiful problems right we've got three backs that you would roll out there right now and I think anybody in the room would be pretty comfortable with them being out there right uh, not necessarily Maybe Moss is the full-time runner. I don't know that many people would be on board with that, but that's that's definitely to me. I think I'd be cool with this, and that's the key. He's in the contract year. Yep, ride the running back, good running back. And see, this is one of those things that, um, speaking on that, ride that running back to a good running attack. This, this to me is I, you've seen a lot of other teams do this in the past, like the Patriots have done this, where when the running back is in his contract year, they work them hard. Right. They run them, run them, run them, run them, run them, like almost with the idea that they're not going to keep them more or less. I mean, I hope we don't do that, but we've seen teams in the past do that. So it, it, it's an interesting uh, thought of what's going to take place. But enjoy the game this weekend and go Bills, of course, on Monday night. So we got just a few more minutes here. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and throw out my my score prediction for this one. Um, I feel like this is this is a 42 42 to seven, 42 to nine. We might not give this team a touchdown. They might get a couple of field goals, maybe 41, six somewhere is in there. Um, I, I just, unless, unless, you know, that they just break off one run that leads to a touchdown. I, I'm just not convinced that there's enough on that offense, even if we're down players to give us any kind of fits that we should be concerned with. So I'm going to go 42 to, I'll just call it six, 42 to six Buffalo bill destroy and or massacre the Tennessee Titans. We get redemption. We show a dominant performance again, and then hopefully the Miami Dolphins win again. So they have all this momentum. Their fan base is super stoked. And then we go down there and we just throttle them like we throttle them every other time. That's what it's all about. So again, Saturday, make sure you guys are out there at Resurgence Brewery. Come out and hang out with us. Have a beer. There's going to be some raffle stuff going on, all sorts of different things. Tons of people will be out there. Uh, of course, a bunch of the Buffalo Rumblings guys will be there. And uh, I know you guys like a lot of them more than me, which is awesome. And I like them too. So come and hang out. Uh, make sure you guys head over to PCF.org and check out the Prostate Foundation. Um, obviously, uh, you know, that's kind of a, a big thing. I've had a few friends of mine that have gone through, you know, issues with prostate cancer and things like that. It's no joke. You know, so uh, if you are a male and you're up in age and or just make sure you're checking it out. And uh, if you're looking for something to help out or something to donate to, head over there and check them out. And again, appreciate you guys, uh, you know, hanging out with me every week on the show. Enjoy all the commentary in the chat room. You know, Daniel, Richard, I know you guys are here every week. Randolph, I appreciate you coming. I know you're new to the show. Appreciate you stopping by. JR, you know, my brother Dominic in the house there. 
I uh, appreciate all you guys coming and hang out every week. Uh, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. One last thing before we get out of here, gets who gets more picks, the CBs or the safeties. I'm going with the safeties again this week. This feels like tip balls uh, right into their hands for me this week. Anybody else uh, disagree with me on that one? I, I, it would be nice though to see the cornerbacks get one. I mean, you obviously want to see the rookie get his. You want, you know, you want to see these guys get theirs. So it, it would be a lot of fun to see that. But I think the safeties are the guys that get it. Um, and you'll know, tip balls over the middle. Uh, you know, maybe it's the linebackers this week. Tremont's been working hard, man, or Tremaine, excuse me, has been working hard to, uh, you know, get this stuff down to where he can get himself some interceptions. But, hey, and again, if you guys are ever out here in uh, Western New York in the Fillmore, New York area, head over here to 71 West uh, Bar and Grill. Uh, great friend of mine. I've known this guy, you know, since we were little kids. Uh, we grew up together from day one out here in Fillmore. So awesome guy. All, everybody out here is awesome people. You guys will have a great time if you come out. So head out 71 West Bar and Grill, and that's in Fillmore, New York. And, of course, Go build. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.